this is Shamina. This is a two quick things podcast. Two topics for today, so it'll actually be two quick things. Comparison. I'm over comparison. I am done with comparing myself to other people, to what they have gone through, are going through, will going go through. When we compare ourselves to other people, we're essentially saying that I'm so it'd be like I'm saying I'm not enough. I'm not enough because I need to look around and decide who is enough for me to measure myself against, knowing that we haven't been through the same experiences, we don't have the same life, and even if we look the same, love the same, um, seem similar, we're not. There's so much that we lose when we get into this place of comparing ourselves, because usually we're comparing our right now to someone's future self. So we're the only really thing that we should be comparing ourselves to, in my opinion, and I'm working on this myself, is comparing myself to what I did yesterday or to what I did last week and not compare, comparing for the sake of saying, oh, you were a shit show then and look at you now. It's really comparing myself so that I can start to identify those things that I was able and strong enough to let go and I then can set goals for things that I want to do and want to attain moving forward. I want us to be so busy, like, you know, knocking shit out, stepping on necks. And I don't mean in the comparison way, but I'm not even going to have time enough to pay attention to the next, what the next person is doing because I am so focused on moving forward, handling my business, not being concerned about what this person is doing or that person is doing, or how do I measure up? We each, I say this, you know, time and time again, we each bring, excuse me, so much to the table. It's such a disservice when we pause and, you know, take the time to look around and see what everybody else is doing. Because when I stop to look and see what everybody else is doing, that automatically puts me behind because that means I'm not focused on me and what I'm doing and how I'm moving forward and how I'm paving a way for the next set of, you know, black queer women or black women or black people or queer people to move ahead. I have to be And again, I continue to work on this, and I hope that folks who are listening are working on this too, so laser focused on being the best me that I'm not going to have time to compare. I am working on my confidence so that I am clear on who I show up as in a room, how I am leading by example, how I am being present at tables that were quote unquote not meant for me and not designed for me. I've really started to rethink and shape every table is designed for me to be at. And maybe they, the, that person who's leading the table or the gatekeeper of the table just doesn't know that they need me at the table just yet. And that comes with time. That comes with patience. Um, and it's so easy to compare because society will have us thinking like, you need to be better than this next person. And there's only one spot at the table for somebody who looks like you or somebody who loves like you or somebody who thinks like you. When, And I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I feel about this. If you don't have a seat at the table, like make your own table or bring your own seat. Um, because that, that almost de- defaults to I'm always striving for somebody else's table. So maybe it falls into the I make my own table. Well, damn a table. I need to be, be creating pathways. 
Um, and when I stop and waste time comparing, I don't have time to create pathways for people to be pulled along with me. I was reading an article not too long ago, and it was about, let me see if I can pull it up while I'm on this. I will certainly share the title of it and put it in the show notes. Um, let's see. You can pull people up the ladder behind you. And it was this article about, it's on yesandyes.org. I'll put it in the show, the link in the show notes. But it was about how do we, in insert pick an identity, make space for people who are coming after us. So it's 10 ways to pull people up the ladder behind you. And you, you can't be in this, you know, backwards phase of comparing yourself if what you're doing is reaching back. And it's not necessarily looking back and living back, but you're reaching back to pull people along with you. And I know someone has, lots of people have done that for me and are doing that for me now. Um, And they really get me to focus on what do I bring to the table? Not how do I stack up against this person, that person, because again, that takes away energy for me being focused on how I show up in a space and who I am and being the bad bitch that I know that I am. Um, A few things around how do you pull up people behind you? You make introductions, you connect people. So when I am more focused on myself and moving forward, I don't have time to compare what this person has, what this person doesn't. I'm helping people make connections. I'm connecting myself. So I'm, I'm starting to identify myself and be known as one who connects, not compares, but connects. Uh, one thing that's so powerful that I've recently started doing and talking about more openly, at least in person, it's, it's a, a challenge by choice and more of a comfort thing is telling people how much I, I make. Um, I'm not going to disclose this on the show. Uh, you can slide in my DMs and we can happily have an exchange about that. Um, but people who I know and who I, I'm learning to feel comfortable with and I want to help them grow as well and see that you can get paid to do things that you don't like, like love. And there's many ways to get paid in addition to like a physical paycheck um, uh, in terms of benefits and other um, bonuses, because that's a thing that happens. Um, maybe it requires changing of a job, but telling people how much I make so that they can see you can get there too. And so you don't necessarily need to compare yourself and what you bring to me. Cause I'm my own person. I have my own experiences, but that's another way that we can kind of get people like out of that mind frame of thinking, well, this is what they say that the salary ranges. And so I think everybody's probably making along this. So if I compare my skill set and my degrees and the places that I've worked, forget all of that. You are your own person. Um, Obviously, there has to be some research into looking into that, but you are your own person who is valuable and likely ready for that next step. But there's there's a fear in asking for what you want. Um, and I always say, if you want it, go get it. That doesn't mean you're going to get it the first time, but I can't get what I want if I'm comparing it to what Joe has over there or Jolene or, uh, Mary, I'm giving all these like white sounding names. Let's go with, um, Terrell. Let's go ahead and this, because we all know that people identify folks by name and by race. Um, it sucks. Um, I know that Shamina is not going to be mistaken for, you know, a 30 something white lady, but anywho, that's a whole nother thing, but start to really focus on yourself and decide what do you want? And then how do you create a pathway to go get it? Um, that went off on a slight tangent on the comparison thing. 
But the other quick thing I have for this week is about gratitude. <clears throat> this year, I think subconsciously, I started to focus on being grateful and giving thanks and starting to acknowledge the ways that I have been blessed or opportunities have have come to me or like the, the, the earning that I have done to get to that opportunity has manifested in something really fantastic. I'll probably share it on next week episode, next week's episode of the fantastic thing that's happening right now. But there were, as I mentioned a few episodes ago, it was really tough getting into the start of the year, getting hit by a car, car totaled, a family member passing away, like all within a few days, to be honest. And so it was, you know, when you read those things on Facebook or Instagram, Instagram, uh, and they say, you know, when something happens, you start to say, what can I learn from this as opposed to why me? And so I really tried to focus on like, okay, these things are, these things are happening. I am grateful that it wasn't worse. I am grateful that we made it out okay. I am grateful that this person, from what I understand, is no longer in pain. I am grateful for exposure to this now as opposed to exposure to this later when it could have gotten bigger. Um, and it has been miraculous the amount of things that have happened or I've been exposed to, introduced to, afforded the opportunity to participate in um, simply by being grateful and being thankful and expressing that out loud. And it's not like a quiet, like, I'm so grateful. I keep it to myself, but it is a resounding, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Or, you know what? I'm grateful to be here. I've been saying a lot. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm grateful for the opportunity and to be able to show up as myself in a space. And I wish I could pinpoint like what, like what the gratitude thing is. And then I remember my auntie, her name is Oprah. I've never met her last name Winfrey, but she like high key, the gratitude stuff that she talks about fire. I'm a believer, like not that I, she's the church of Oprah people say, but like, I'm a believer and I always knew it was a thing. And then I started to really adopt it and it changes things in, in such a major way. I'm fumbling my words because I have expressed gratitude in some simple ways, but also some really big ways. And the universe and God are aligning to meet me at the things that I said that I wanted to be at or that I wanted to be doing or where I want to be making and feeling about the work that I'm doing or the relationships and the friendships that I have. And it's the universe is rising to meet me where, where literally some of the things like exact next week, I'll talk about it. But when I say exactly where I want, want it to be and exceeded that expectation and I have nothing to be thankful for, except to be thankful for everything and they express gratitude because I, I'm, I'm letting go and shedding that. Like I'm complaining about everything. Everything gets on my nerves or make me sick. It makes me sick. And now I'm like, I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful that this is happening. I'm thankful that I know how to deal with it. I'm thankful that I have people around me who can support me in getting through something. So really flipping the script on being like salty and bitter. And don't get me wrong. I have my moments. We all do. We all will continue to have those moments. And when we pause and express gratitude, good things come to us. 
I wish I had a more succinct, like a fancy or sophisticated way of being like, well, when you say gratitude, it means these things. What I know for sure is that the gratitude that I have been expressing and continue to learn how to express to people, for me, to God or whomever one chooses to praise or, you know, acknowledge as the higher being, that person is showing up for me big time. I don't even have the words. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, the bus was late because maybe I got to finish a podcast of a message that I needed to hear. I'm grateful that um, I didn't get some things. There's, and there's, there's space for gratitude in not getting something that you thought that you wanted. So let me say that again. There's gratitude in not getting something that you thought that you wanted because it wasn't the right opportunity for you at that time. But sometimes we will push or force something to happen when all the signs around us are saying no, but we're too damn headstrong to acknowledge that that's probably not the right thing, but because I want it, or maybe I put it out on Facebook or I put it on Instagram or Twitter, and now people expect this of me. I, I, sh- I have to follow, like I have to do it. I don't have any other choice. Well, that is not the case. When you start paying attention to the signs of things like that gut feeling that you have or when something seems off, you're like, no, it's not off. I'm going to ignore it. No, pay attention to the off because that is the universe telling you that that is not for you. And so be thankful in the times where you didn't get what you wanted. You didn't get that job. You didn't get that significant other because the job wasn't going to be shit and neither was that that significant other. They weren't going to be shit either. And you just dodged um, a major issue and lots of, you know, frustration and stress later. So be be grateful in the times where you don't get what you asked for, because those are some of the most significant times for you to be grateful, because it's just setting you up for the next best thing that was coming your way. But if you had done that other thing, you have taken that other job, you had gone into that relationship that you know wasn't going to be shit. It wouldn't have set you up to be prepared for the greatness and all of the good things that are waiting for you. And I am very much a testimony and a testament to that. If I had, again, I'll talk about it in more detail next week, but if I had stayed with what was comfortable, ignored the signs of the things that they all seemed good, but there were some pieces that I was like, ugh, I don't want to do that. And yes, this is about a job in case you were wondering, um, do I want to do that? And there there were more questions than there was excitement or gratitude. And then when I finally looked past, like I asked for this, I wanted this, this is looking me right in the face. Why, where's my hesitation? I literally asked for this thing. Um, and so I am very much in a, a space of gratitude. So think about how you express gratitude and it doesn't have to be in a journal, because I don't journal. It doesn't have to be in the notes section of your phone. It can be a verbal thing that you say to yourself, you express, you feel, you say to other people, like, I'm grateful for you. Like, I really appreciate that you took the time out to say this or to do this. Like, good looking out. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that I can show up for you in some way that is significant in the future. Whew. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, you can find me on... Uh, social media on Instagram and Facebook under two quick things. I will link the show notes to in the show notes, the article that I mentioned about pulling other people up the ladder with you. You can listen to the podcast. Well, if you're listening now, you already know where you can get it, but you can get it on 
Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. And I think there's one more that I can never remember one day that I will. Today won't be that day. All right. I look forward to hearing from y'all. Bye. (laughs) 